0: A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. There's a lot of discussion about what the the new world order will be.
1: We will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. In the new world order.
2: Individual carbon footprint tracker.
0: The difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing, it changes you.
3: We need not just
1: to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under the skin. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance.
2: To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic
3: one. Pandemic has provided an opportunity for a recess.
2: This is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated.
1: It's almost time for the great culling to begin.
2: Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. This is Connect Those Dots. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there. Welcome to another episode here of this humble little podcast, Connect Those Dots, and I am your humble little host, Joe Wakili. So this episode, we're going to be using a bit of foresight. We're going to be looking uh, forward into the future here, doing a little bit of speculation, but uh, a whole lot of dot connecting, not just blind speculation, informed forecasting, for how we see the world being steered and where we see the world going. What I really want to talk about here is um something that all, whether you're Christian or not, whether you're religious or not, you hear of this story, the mark of the beast, the number of the beast, you cannot buy or sell without this mark of the beast. And w- for years, for centuries, Since this uh, prediction, since this prophecy was foretold, humanity has always speculated how this would be achieved. How could a global mark be implanted inside of people? How could a one world governing system lord over the entire planet? How could one ruler, the Antichrist, be able to wield his power across this entire planet? How could it happen? We're starting to understand how this outcome could be achieved. And I'm going to show you a few different examples of different variations, different prototypes, different early metamorphoses of this B system, the embryonic stages of this B system. It's not as... um Oppressive and completely blanketing the entire planet as it's described in scriptures, but we are seeing test runs, right? And we're going to go over all of those test runs, see how they all connect and see ultimately where they lead to is this prophesized B system that was predicted over 2000 years ago. So the first thing I want to show y'all today is this NBC News clip. Funny enough, NBC News, uh, four years ago, they were still reporting, you know, some legitimate stuff here and there. Some actual objective, just information. You know, now it's just complete propaganda 24-7. But uh, over here, they actually gave us some good informative, sort of painted the picture here of what is going on in china and how they are living in china and how when klaus schwab says the chinese model is a very attractive
0: model but the chinese model is certainly a very attractive model for quite a number of countries this is what he means
2: so here is this nbc clip two minute and a half news package really breaks it down really well really fits a lot of info in here very informative telling you about the social credit system in china i'm sure you've heard of it before sure you're aware of it but let, let, let's bear with me here let's get a little refresher course
4: everywhere she goes oh young how you is followed what she buys how she behaves is tracked and scored to show how responsible and trustworthy she is it's called the social credit system, and in one version now being tested, a person's reputation is scored on a scale of 350 to 950. And how you, with a good score of 752, is okay with it. In fact, most people are. It's a mechanism, like, uh, pushes you to become a better citizen. It's big data meets big brother, expanding how the government monitors, understands.
2: Big data meets big brother. Isn't Big Brother essentially Big Data anyways? Just constantly keeping track of people. I mean, even NBC said it enough. This is very Big Brother. This is very dystopian. This is very Orwellian. But there they go. And you see the poor little Chinese girl. She's completely compartmentalized. She's completely just obedient to the system. Because if she's not, she understands that she can't live the life that she wants to live. That's a beast system
4: and ultimately controls its 1.4 billion citizens thanks to advances in artificial intelligence and facial recognition and a web of more than 200 million surveillance cameras Are people bothered by privacy concerns
0: we think uh, a lot of camera keep the safety is really good we can it's
2: always just this oh we keep you safe it's for the greater good. It's for society. It's for the community. It's for the public as a whole. It's for the global populace. It's to keep you safe. she He doesn't even answer her question. Do people, do people you know, is there privacy concerns? We're very safe here. That's not what I asked you. See, the entire concept, the entire notion of privacy is removed. And it's in dystopian novel after dystopian novel. The main thing that they have to take away is the individual's privacy. From Brave New World to 1984, all of these dystopian novels all talk about taking away the privacy. Constant surveillance, constantly watching you. It's already happening in China, been happening for I want to say going on almost 10 years now. I think the social credit system was installed in China in 2014. So we're going on almost 10 years of full panopticon surveillance, dystopia, sci-fi, black mirror style stuff going on in China already. And it's coming to a country near you. Don't just think it's happening in China. It's a global plan. That's why they're called globalists. That's why it's called the World Economic Forum. That's why it's called the Global Great Reset.
0: Accepted.
4: Companies are experimenting with the algorithms to help the government create the new national social credit system. The government also has pilot projects. In one, citizens are required to do hours of unpaid work to get benefits. And scores are docked for things like littering, a messy yard, gossip, even jaywalking video of offenders is shown on the local news and information collectors like joe i are paid to report on their
2: neighbors her so you're shamed if you do anything to to subtract your social credit score you litter you throw your cigarette butt you cut somebody off on the street you jaywalk you're you are put on display to be shamed and for people to know you and make you infamous. That's what happens in China. They put your face on the billboard and they show you doing whatever you did to subtract your social credit score. This isn't sci-fi. This isn't Black Mirror. This is China in the modern era. And it's the system that they want to bring everywhere else.
4: Quota 10
2: entries a month.
4: And
2: they got tattletales like this lady, where she literally gets paid by the government or gets a subsidized social credit score to spy on her neighbors and take notes and and, and surveil people and stalk people. Having no community continuity, having no looking out for one another, only being tattletales for their big daddy government. Like if you had a little sister, like when you were when you were kids, and you know you did something, you uh you you were jumping off the roof into the pool or whatever, and then you knew your parents didn't want you jumping off the roof. It would make you punished. It would get you in trouble. And then your sister comes and tattletales on you. Joe was jumping off the roof, and then you're in trouble. They got a bunch of little tattletales going to Big Mommy and Big Daddy government, Big Daddy CCP and they live in the neighborhoods and keep tabs on everybody and sit there in the middle of the night like this lady's going to tell you watching people go home drunk or whatever it might be it's 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 truly it's happening it's real i know it sounds crazy right but we're getting ever closer to that here in the states let's just wrap up this clip and then we can move on
4: MAN WHO CARRIED A DRUNK PERSON HOME, A GOOD DEED, SHE SAYS. GOOD SOCIAL CREDIT GETS REWARDED WITH PERKS LIKE CHEAP LOANS AND TRAVEL DEALS. BUT A BAD SCORE MEANS PUBLIC SHAME AND WORSE. HUANG HUI JUN LOST A COURT CASE AND DIDN'T PAY. NOW HE'S ON A GOVERNMENT BLACKLIST. I CAN'T BUY AIRPLANE OR TRAIN TICKETS, HE SAYS. AND THE LIST GOES ON. BEING DISCREDITED MAKES IT HARD TO GET A JOB OR PUT KIDS IN TOP SCHOOLS. The social credit system will go nationwide next year, and few here are willing to criticize it, something that may pose a risk itself for a bad score and the life that comes with it. Janice Mackey NBC News.
2: Look at, look at all of the facial recognition, biometrics. That's what biometrics means. Watching the way you walk, watching the way you move, scanning your face. So even if you've covered your face, the biometrics is in the AI, as she mentioned, is studying the way you move to know it's you just by the way that you walk. Coming to a country near you, stay tuned. But we really don't even need to wait for this. We already have a very similar system already here in the States. And it's called the ESG score. Now, what is the ESG score? Remember when we talked about BlackRock a few episodes ago? And we showed that freakazoid uh, Larry Fink talking about we need to force behaviors. And in BlackRock, we are in the business of forcing behaviors.
0: Well, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we're we're asking companies. Uh, You have to force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. This is how they do it. With the ESG
2: score, just like how China forces behaviors with their social credit system, the ESG score, environmental, social, and governance score, right, that is the way that BlackRock and companies like it, like Vanguard, State Street, all of these big donors, all of these big hedge funds that have trillions of dollars and that can make or break a corporation through their stockholding. In the company and through the funds that these companies are able to give these companies, right? So when when you see Bud Light get Dylan Mulvaney, when you see BlackRock put the display, I mean, when you see Target, when you see Target put the display of pride, pedophilia stuff all out front, that's for their ESG score. When you see companies always bragging about how they're green and they're sustainable and they're this and they're that. And we have all these diversity hires and we have X amount of black people and Y amount of white people and Z amount of Spanish brown people. That's for their ESG score. When you see companies standing with Ukraine. That's your environmental Social and governance, when you see companies forcing forcing all their employees to take a vaccine, that's for the ESG score. Because they know they need to enact these protocols to get the money from Big Daddy BlackRock, from Big Daddy Hedge Fund. And that's the actual social credit score that is going down in America today, not for the individual. It's more of like a, it's more of like an, uh, an intangible kind of social credit score for the individual, right? Like if you don't put the BLM in your bio, if you don't put stand with Ukraine, if you don't get vaccinated, then you're kind of ostracized. But like on a psychological level, not so much on a uh, substantial level. Now, I mean, you know, a lot of people, myself included, lost jobs because they didn't get vaccinated. So that in itself is a is a social credit so- system. But for the corporations, if they don't obey, if they don't do the New World Order stuff, if they, if every June they don't make a, a, a rainbow version of their logo, they're not getting subsidized through their ESG system. So connect that. Connect that to what we just saw with the China system. Connect the corporate ESG system to the individual China system that they have. And imagine those two things merging. Because that's essentially what is on the slate for you and me. And with a thing like a CBDC... What is a CBDC? A Central Bank Digital Currency. Now, what is a central bank digital currency? They have all these names, ESG, social credit, CBDC, all of these stupid little acronyms to confuse you and get your mind off it and make it boring for you, make you not want to care. But I'll tell you what a CBDC is. It is a central bank digital currency. It is essentially a new form of currency that the central bank will create, backed by whatever they say it's backed by, backed by the hot air around you, backed by the fugazi, it's a fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a fairy dust, backed by fairy dust. Yeah, fugazi,
4: fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a woozy, it's a
2: fairy dust. And then they will say that your cash is obsolete and we're seeing that move ever closer with all of the growing inflation and your cash having less and less power, We're seeing a a transition, if you will, into this digital currency, this cashless society. You see so many places don't even take cash anymore. If you don't have a card, if you don't have Apple Pay, they they won't even do business with you. Cannot buy or sell, right? Cannot buy or sell. That's a very general thing that you can extrapolate you already cannot buy or sell in many situations if you do not obey to whatever they're telling you to do and a cbdc if installed if implemented if become dominant if the entirety of cash has been phased out and they replace it with this new central bank digital currency. Think about ESGs. Think about your Chinese social credit score. Think about how they can manipulate that to make you obey. And here I got a few clips for you just talking about exactly what we're talking about here. Gleefully.
1: Uh, for example, in cash, uh, we don't know. For example, who's using a one hundred dollar bill today? We don't know who is using a one thousand peso bill today. Uh, the...
2: Exactly. You want to just go into a bodega. You want to grab a Gatorade real quick. You want to pay a two. It's like it's like probably like three dollars now for for a Gatorade. You want to pay three bucks for a Gatorade. Get in, get out. No paper trail. All good. It's a simple transaction between you, the person, and the business. But now the government with the CBDC, if everything is centralized through their digital currencies, they will know every single move that you make, every single purchase that you do, and continuously put it in a database to surveil you and know everything about
1: you. Key difference in, with the CBDC is the central bank will have absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of that uh, expression of central bank liability
2: complete control will determine what you can use our digital tokens that we give you on oh you want to bu- you want to buy some uh, you want to buy a water filter you can't buy that water filter my, 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 your tokens don't go toward that you want to buy a? You want to buy a firearm? You want to buy ammunition? Oh, your tokens don't work for that. Sorry, it's, these tokens are only specifically for your food. These tokens are only specifically for your water. These tokens are only specifically for your shelter and your bills and your rent. These tokens here are for leisure, and these tokens here are for uh, your 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 carbon footprint. I it just goes on and on. These tokens here are for your me- medicine. So they can have a bunch of different segmented, different tokens that all work to, toward different specific products. That's what this man is telling you right here. Bank for International Settlements. And also, we will have the
1: technology to enforce that.
4: And the one final note I will uh, make is that if you think about the benefits of digital money, there are huge potential gains. It's not just about uh, digital forms of physical currency. You can have programmability, you know, um, units of central bank currency with expiry dates. You could have, as I argue in my book, a potentially better, and uh, some people might see it, or a darker world where the government decides.
2: A better or a darker world. Uh, it's whatever you think of it is. It could be a better or a darker world. <laughs> and he, listen to him talking about control and potential gains. Who's gaining here? Who gains in a scenario where all of the regular normal people are given programmable tokens and expiration, he says, with expiration dates. So your tokens, you got to spend them before you lose them. Who gains in that situation? Who has potential gains here? And what are they gaining? Are they gaining wealth? No, they're gaining control over you, gaining power. These people have all the wealth that they could want, but it's about power now. What is power? Commanding somebody to do something and having them obey and do it. Dr. Frankenstein had power over Igor, right? Igor, go fetch me this, Igor. Yes, master, yes, I'll fetch it for you. That's a power relationship. The Egyptian royalty had power over the Jews. Goes on and on and on. This is about gaining power. Wealth is already... Done. They got all the wealth. Now they got to take whatever wealth that you may have and extract it from you so that they can be the arbiter of wealth and give you whatever you may need in terms of money and be be the God, be the only source of prosperity and longevity and life for you. That's the potential gains that he's talking about. the gains that he's talking about is the loss for you, loss of independence, loss over control of your own life.
4: It's that units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things but not other things that it deems less desirable like say ammunition or drugs or pornography or something of the sort. And that is very powerful in terms of the use of a CBDC
2: Yes, very powerful. Very, very powerful indeed. Very powerful indeed. And think about expiration on your money. What a concept, right? Think about that when you think about people that have gained all of their wealth through inheritance. I don't know, people like uh, King Charles. People like Bill Gates. People like Klaus Schwab that have gained all of their money through inheritance. What if they had expiration dates on their money? What if their ancestors had expiration dates on their money? Well, they wouldn't be in control, right? They want to cut off any potential for inheritance. They want to be the only ones. They got it down packed. They got it good. That's it. They want to cut off the potential. That's it. We're here. We got the wealth. Now we want the power. We want to lock it in. We don't want anybody else having the potential to do it on their own. We don't want any potential of inheritance. You want to have a savings account? Done. With a CBDC, and expiration currency, and specific things that you can buy that they deem appropriate and acceptable for you to buy? Not you deeming it because you want it because you're just an individual and you want it. They deem if it's appropriate for you to buy it. And if you want to get it, you better get it quick because your your tokens are going to expire in a few days. And oh, you didn't take your monthly vaccine. Oh, you didn't stand for whatever fake war that we want to tell you to stand for. Oh, you didn't stand for whatever fake racist propaganda that we told you to stand for. Oh, you didn't you didn't pledge allegiance to the flag of pride today. Also, so you don't get any central bank digital currencies, you don't get any tokens. And there's your mark of the beast. You cannot buy or sell. So couple that with what we just witnessed from China, from the ESG scores from the statements of these 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 two gentlemen with the world economic forum 666 logo right behind them okay and how will they do this how will they have complete surveillance how will they know everything that you're purchasing all the time with no slips in the cracks Well, through AI, of course. Here is Antonio Gutierrez. He's uh, the head muckety-muck over there at the UN, and we know that the UN has merged with the World Economic Forum. They are one and the same. And uh, he's just going to spew you a bunch of lies, and he's going to show you a nice, fun PowerPoint presentation with the fun music. Woo, yay! And he's going to tell you how great AI running your life is through central bank digital currencies. Yay! Woohoo! Lip
1: Together, let us make sure we use artificial intelligence to enhance human dignity and serve the global good.
2: <laughs> use artificial intelligence to phase out humans and to replace humans for global, for human dignity and global good right off the bat it's just it's just inversion satanic inversion use artificial intelligence to prove the how obsolete humans are for the global good and human dignity let me just rewind a little bit here ai map poverty for predictive analysis so ai is going to cure poverty not telling you how I just telling you it is increase at ad- agricultural productivity but meanwhile they're closing down all of the uh, the Netherlands farms meanwhile the World economic Forum is literally coming to the Netherlands farms with dudes that look like henchmen from 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 Batman the Dark Knight Rises all blacked out telling you you need to close down your farm because you're causing climate change because cows fart So you need to eat the bugs. But the AI is going to increase agricultural productivity. All backwards. AI to analyze vast amounts of healthcare data. Yeah, to constantly track you, to to suggest things to you, to have surveillance under your skin, as Yuval Harari talks about. That's just a fancy way to say that we are going to be up your ass constantly. With the surveillance under the skin, reading your, reading your temperature, reading your blood, sending notifications to you. Oh, your blood pressure might be high. Oh, this might be this. Oh, you, you might need a flu shot today. That's the analyze vast amounts of healthcare. That's the Internet of bodies.
1: I mean, FDA approved the first uh, electronic pill, if I can call it like that. So it is a. Uh basically, biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, compliance, compliance. Uh, The insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do.
2: AI to revolutionize classrooms with individual learning. Yeah, so so they're gonna you're gonna have your own personal artificial intelligence that's gonna teach you. I'm gonna teach you the way of the world, the way of the new world order. An AI that they program to have the values that they instill into it. See, because AI is just a tool. AI is like anything. You program it to, to, to have a certain goal, to have a certain aim, to have a certain target. The way these people are gonna use AI for individual learning so the ai is going to know you on a personal level and then any sort of possibilities can open up from there the ai can convince you that you're a different gender the ai can convince you that you're bad because you're what i mean literally though and then you're sitting there with the headphones listening to the ai basically mind control you all day that's what that's how they describe as individual, personalized learning. AI to pinpoint gender inequality. So the AI is gonna tell you if you have enough women working in higher up positions at your corporation. The AI is gonna tell you if you have enough people of a certain skin pigmentation working at your corporation. The AI is going to tell you all of it. The AI is going to do it all for you. It's going to track you and trace you and determine what you can buy with the CBDCs and social credit score stuff that we were talking about. Ooh, efficient, clean water provision. Meanwhile, they poison your water and put fluoride all up in it. Drink your tap water at your own peril. You're going to be poisoned. Improve photovoltaic energy capture. That's just a fancy word for uh solar panels. So more solar panels, less gas, more solar panels more electric cars, more lithium mines that they use childhood slaves to mine their lithium and all of their rare earth minerals for, minerals for their clean, environmentally friendly electric cars and all of the toxic waste that these solar panels produce because they don't get used, they get thrown out and they're very difficult to dispose of and they create so much pollution microplastics in the air, microplastics in the micro glass in the ocean that's what solar panels that how they're disposed of look into how solar panels are disposed of it's disgusting it's shocking but they're going to tell you that it's sustainable while they take away your gas power it's all backwards it's all just an inversion intelligent automation replacing the humans remember klaus schwab was like not everyone can be a robot polisher the robots will take over the industries. they will flip all the burgers they will create all of the factory workers and uh, not everyone can be a robot polisher <laughs>
0: there is a fear is that uh, technology, robots, uh, just to take one You gain productivity from machines. Exactly, and it replaces maybe um, the workforce or jobs faster, and we can replace them with new jobs. Not everybody can be a robot polisher and so on, so there will be new jobs. Drive
2: industry innovation, just more of the same nonsense. More inclusive societies, disability robots. Oh, so you're all, for all the people that are disabled and going to be disabled, and all of these things. We got the robot for you. The robot will just live the life for you. You'll be like you'll be like those people in the movie Wall-E. You'll just be sitting in your little pod all day, flying around, eating junk food, and the robots and the AI will just run the entire show for you. And you won't care because you'll be so drugged out. You'll be so dopamined out. You'll be so porn addicted. You'll be so uh, addicted to food. oh to predict disaster so the the ai will just tell you that it's going to be real hot today don't you dare use your air condition bitch because you're going to contribute to the climate change it's all your fault anyways eat the bugs that's what the ai will predict climate disasters that's what that means So liberal, yeah. We're the The oh, World order, yeah, we love you. Now put on these handcuffs and be a slave for life. Ha 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 ha. We're liberal. So let's connect those dots. From the China social credit score to the ESG social credit score already implemented here in America and the entire Western world. CBDCs, programmable digital currencies, expiration date digital currencies, and now all ran by the artificial intelligence that they program. Now, what's the final step here? The final step is to integrate it into your body. It's
0: around 2030.
3: 20, 20, I would say that by then, definitely the smartphone as we No, it today will not anymore be the usual, kind of the most common interface. Many of these things will be built directly into our our, our bodies. Many of
4: these
0: things will be built directly into our our, our bodies. Many of these things will be built directly into our our bodies.
2: Now, that's always sort of the thing that people have trouble wrapping their head around. But, I mean, on my last episode with Faust, with uh, my guest Faust Chicho, we played the Elon Musk clips about how much he loves Neuralink, about how much he loves cybernetics, about how much we need to be symbiotic with AI. Now, how can you be symbiotic with AI if you do not have a physical connection? That brings us to this. In Sweden, they already live in the mark of the beast system. Now it's fun. It's trendy. There's no real sort of uh, implications toward it. There's no real, you need to obey to use our money. But if you want to think of groundwork, the China has a groundwork for a beast system. The ESG has a groundwork for a beast system. The CBDC has a groundwork for a beast system. All different groundworks. The AI is the the progenitor, the overseer of the beast system and what's the final aspect for this beast system but it's oh it's fun and it's trendy and it's cool and NBC News again they're gonna tell you how great it is here in this clip it's the constant attachment to your body and ultimately to your mind and soul
1: when Elias Brodberger goes to work he doesn't need ID and he doesn't need money. In fact, much of what he needs to get through the day is <laughs> hidden right there, just below the surface in his hand. You like touch it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, weird, yeah, it's yeah. like a grain of rice. Yeah, a grain of rice. <laughs> Embedded in his hand is a microchip that serves as his keys, his ID, and his wallet.
2: Yeah, it's all in chips. So I just like to get around the building
1: buy snacks
2: yeah exactly let's buy
1: some snacks so i can't open it
2: no okay so what i need to do is cannot buy or sell the reporter lady can't open it because she doesn't have the special chip so that's already a b system Look, i stand corrected wow sweden real good And it's like, Oh, it's, this is just the way of the world. This is just the natural progression. No, it's not though. It's not the natural progression to have a piece of, uh, of Silicon inside of your body. That's connected to the net. It's not a natural progression. Oh, you can buy your chips. I could have, I could buy chips already. You're just putting a barrier in front of me. So I can't buy the chips unless I do what you tell me to.
3: I need to first blip
2: my
1: chip and it will log me in, Mm and from there I get access to the fridge.
2: Oh yes, this actually needs some good art, and I have access to the fridge, because I have my owned microchips.
1: Popular TV shows like Black Mirror have imagined chips as part of a dystopian future. Install ingrain procedure with local anesthetic and you're good to go. In Sweden, the microchips are already here. The microchip implants use the same technology that's in contact.
2: <laughs> so the dystopian black mirror fiction is already reality in Sweden. That's what you're saying? Gotcha.
1: Plus credit cards, which have made cash pretty much obsolete in Sweden. No cash at this.
2: Obsolete. Wow. Sweden is really in the this? This was three years ago. This is three years ago. All the street food stands. You street food stands, they're not taking cash.
1: Tech fair, a chipping event for those on the cutting edge, merging their hands with this new technology. I thought it would be fun, right? The process is simple and swift. A pinch of the skin and in a matter of seconds, the chip is inserted. The transformation is complete. As for the pain.
0: I barely felt it.
1: But even in this nation of early adopters, not everyone is racing to get chipped. feel less human. I will feel
3: like a robot. I think, I mean, it's so much more data can go into this, you know, when it's in your body.
1: There's no central registry tracking how many people are chipped, but biohacker Hannes Wellblood estimates between five and 10,000.
2: That's what, that's what they call these people that are transhuman enthusiasts, biohackers. Biohacker. Remember the word, biohacker. They want to hack your biology. Just like Yuval Harari calls you a hackable animal. Humans are now hackable animals. Are we connecting dots here?
1: Future, do you think everyone is going to be chipped?
3: I think it'll be voluntary, but I am certainly convinced that millions of people will find it very very valuable to have a smart device yeah i
2: think it will be voluntary it will be voluntary but oh you can't do this or oh, you can't do that or oh, you can't get a flight or oh, you can't go to a restaurant or oh, you can't buy the chips or oh, you can't open the refrigerator Oh, you can but it's going to be voluntary though it's going to be voluntary we won't force anybody to do anything but we'll just take away all of their you know normal life Amenities that they've grown accustomed to, but that won't be it will, it. will be voluntary for sure. We won't force anybody to do anything. But I'm chipped, so I want everybody to be like me, right? Like it's. Here I got another one for you. I got another Sweden microchip clip for you.
3: The most cutting edge thing about Hannes Huerblad isn't the phone in his hand. It's the microchip actually in his hand. The tiny implant is the latest advance in a biohacking technology that is steadily becoming a part of normal life in Sweden.
2: Biohacking becoming normal normalization just like the social credit score system is now normalized in china just like the esg corporate system is now normalized in china just like the notion of a cbdc central bank digital currency is starting to become normalized microchip dystopia black mirror already normalized in sweden and they love it look look at this guy he loves it he's 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 hyped (laughs) look at those eyes It's all in the eyes, Chico.
3: We have created a new implant, which is not a chip. It's a full device where you can add. It's not a chip. It's just the chip. Different lights, different uh, vibration, different functions. Sweden is a very tech literate society. And I think this is.
2: So you're illiterate. You're tech illiterate. If you don't want to get microchip, you're tech illiterate. If you don't want surveillance under your skin, you're tech illiterate.
3: Surveillance under the
2: skin. That's the gaslighting. That's the bullying. Just like you're anti-science if you don't want to take a microchip. Just like you're a white supremacist if they say anything. If, if you think v- uh, voter integrity should be, uh, you're a white supremacist. If you think people should show ID to vote, that's what they... So it's just this gaslighting mind game stuff. And here it is already with, with the cybernetics and with the transhumanist stuff. You're tech illiterate.
3: main explanation really why a lot of swedes are uh, adopting chip implants swedes haven't been shy about upgrading themselves with the new version upgrading yourself you're
2: obsolete the way you are is a downgrade you're already you're downgraded the moment you're created you're downgraded you need to upgrade and the only way you can do it is with our surveillance under your skin gaslighting
3: Thousands already have microchip implants that they use in their daily lives. Waving their hand to gain entrance to the gym, confirm their ID, or make payments. A short moment of pain, not putting them off, becoming part Swede, part machine. This event is an implant party, simply where ordinary people can show up and get a microchip embedded under their skin. The biohacking movement in Sweden is hosting them all over Europe. But it's at home where they get the most willing recipients.
0: I think it's really cool. You don't have to carry any keys or anything. It's just your body. In maybe 10 years, everything would be in your hand.
3: In Sweden more than anywhere else, the future is already here. The national train company SA has around 2,600 people signed up to use microchips instead of train tickets. Did
1: you see
3: that? And no need to mind the generation gap. Eighteen-year-old Felicia and Father Magnus still bear the scars of their new implants. Student Hannah Herving is also freshly chipped. Dude, look at that, man. Look at that. That's freaky deaky. And now just needs to program it to open doors. Although, importantly for a future career, it does already connect to her LinkedIn. Boom,
2: right there. It connects to your LinkedIn for a future career. She's already set. Oh, it's voluntary. It's voluntary. Oh, but you Oh, you don't have this chip in your side. You can't work here. You're going to need to get it if you want to work here. Sorry, all of our doors are automated with our little chip. Oh, but it's not a chip. It's not a chip, but it is a chip. We call it a chip, but we say it's not a chip. That's the weird, like, psychological cognitive dissonance, man. It's like... Because people understand when they hear the word, like, oh, I'm going to get chipped. Like, they understand how weird that sounds. So, there's like a weird, like, human reaction inside of them. Be like, oh, no, it's not a chip. But it's, you know, it's just, it's just a, it's like a piece of technology that's tinier than a grain of rice that goes under your skin. It's not a chip, though. This is the world we live in
1: some people say i'm mad that um i don't know if it's safe and all that but people have been putting these chips into animals for 20 years so
2: she said the quiet part out loud animals hackable animals animals she said the quiet part out loud hackable animals biohacking Animals, You're nothing but a little animal, just like we chip the... We're going to treat you like a dog. We're going to muzzle you with the masks. We're going to vaccinate you and sterilize you and neuter you with the trans agenda and the vaccine agenda to put as many needles as they can inside of you. And now we're going to chip you like a dog and track you and keep tabs on you and discipline you. The three steps of doghood. Muzzle, vaccinate, sterilize, chip and track. And this poor soul who's just been propagandized by the world around her thinks that's the way to go. But it's not going to work for everybody like that. It's not going to just work by being trendy. They're going to need a catalyst. They're going to need a crisis. They're going to need something that is going to propel you to want this chip, to need it, to crave it. And here in this 60 minutes piece, we get a decent idea of where they could possibly be leaning to make you want it.
0: Dr. Hepburn showed us a few current projects. Some sound like they're from an episode of Star Trek. Consider a ship like the USS Theodore Roosevelt hobbled last year when 1,271 crew members tested positive for the coronavirus. What if...
2: A virus that they made in a lab and forced everybody to be afraid of, forced places to lock down because of their policy. The coronavirus wasn't that bad. It's confirmed now. More people have been hurt by the vaccine than have been hurt by a coronavirus. And we know that it was made in a lab. So uh, uh, he just mentions coronavirus and he just says he might as well just be saying X crisis that we're exploiting today. Because of X crisis that we're exploiting today, you need Y solution that I'm going to propose to you right now.
0: If everyone on board had their health monitored with this subdermal implant, now in late stage testing, it's not some dreaded government microchip to track your every move. But can you believe that though? Can you? But
2: it's not some dreaded microchip to track your every move and your temperature and your health and your well being and your heart rate and your blood pressure, but it's exactly what it is
0: microchip to track your every move but a tissue like gel engineered to continuously test
2: oh now now
0: it's okay because
2: it's a tissue like gel it's not a solid scary microchip oh it's a tissue like gel like venom like a symbiote now it's okay oh it's so much better now bruh
0: test your blood it's a sensor this tiny green thing in there that tiny green thing in there you put it underneath your skin
2: and what that tells you is that there are chemical reactions going on
0: inside the body and that signal means you're going to have symptoms tomorrow wow there's an actual transmitter in that yeah it's like a check engine light check this sailor out before he infects other people that's right Sailors would get the signal, then self-administer a blood draw and test themselves on-site. Look at that. We can have that information in three to five minutes. As you truncate that time, as you diagnose and treat, what you do is you stop the infection in its tracks.
4: This planet's our only-
0: So, So, so,
2: so, 60 minutes wants you to get chipped. So dot connectors, what did we learn today About the potentiality of this mark of the beast prophecy. We have learned how just how tangible it is and how we are really on the precipice of something as extreme as described in the book of Revelation. When you think about China and how they've completely adopted this proto beast system, when you think about the ESG. Corporate system, woke think system that you need to think exactly what and you need to push the initiatives and push the agendas that we tell you to push for for you to get funding for your company. When you think about the central bank digital currencies and programmable tokens, expiring tokens that they can program certain products that you can only spend your digital tokens on these specific products that they allow you to have then when you think about sweden and you think about the chips how they have completely adopted it as a as a trendy thing as a fad when you think about all these things and then we couple it to all of the quotes all of the crazy James Bond villain creepazoid quotes that we hear from Yuval Harari and Klaus Schwab, and they talk about creating a crisis. And we just saw the 60 Minutes where he's like, okay, a lot of people don't really want to get chipped, and they're creep, creeped out about it. Creeped out about, creeped out about getting a chip. But what if we make them need it? What if we create a dire situation where they can't live without it? That is what we have to be on the lookout for. Now, I don't know what it's going to be. It could be a, a new pandemic that they talk about so much. It could be a cyber attack that they talk about so much. It could be escalation with the Ukraine war, and we can actually see some nukes fly. You never know. They keep talking about it. They keep pre-programming it. They keep getting you ready for it. It could be a new race situation, a new George Floyd 2.0 false flag that they can push on you, that they can pump in the media and tell you how bad white people are and continue to push race relations, racial strife, racial friction. China and Taiwan war could pop off at any moment. So there are all of these potential crises that we look for in the risk report, as Klaus Schwab says all the time.
0: You have also uh, big risks, which we have alerted to in our risk report, like uh, a cyber attack.
2: So, I mean, just be on the lookout because... They are going to need to create a crisis and have their solution be their social credit score, be their CBDC, be their programmable tokens, be the surveillance under your skin. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. And that is the mark of the beast. When you add all of those things together, it's like Thanos with the, with the gauntlet, he adds all those things together. Boom, baby. You got your mark of the beast. So dot connectors, be on the lookout, be vigilant. And don't think it can't, and don't think it can't happen in your lifetime. Cause the way this stuff is moving is exponential, exponential escalation. So peace out. God bless follow my instagram page i post a lot of great stuff on there like and share the podcast show it to your friends show it to your normie friends and of course dot connectors never stop connecting those dots